Okay, you guys, I thought I'd do another quick recording. I just had another podcast that I just did a little bit earlier, but I wanted to share this with you guys. Um, for those of you who are considering buying a Tesla um, and what my thoughts on it are, I know there's been YouTube videos, there's been podcasts, there's been freaking specs left and right, but this is just my perspective and how I use it, what I use it for, and is it worth it? Um, and some of the pros and cons and some of the worries that I have about the car. <clears throat> so, um, prior to the Tesla that I'm driving now, it's just a model three. I was previously driving, um, a civic type R, um, you know, the, the car that, <laughs> that looks super, that looks like something straight up out of the fast and furious, um, <laughs> stock from from the dealership. Yeah, I was driving one of those supposed to be a great track car, uh, which it was. Um, I had the car for about a year and a half. I was planning to keep it because they're stopping production of the Civic Type R. If you guys don't know what that is, um, you know, go online and Google one. I love the car. I never thought I'd get another Honda, um, especially one that I was going to be using for performance and for tracking and all that good stuff. Um, but I made the transition and I got rid of that car, which I really didn't want to get rid of, but I got rid of it and I ended up getting a Tesla. So that's what I replaced it with. And on top of that, I didn't even get a new Tesla because uh, I just couldn't one. I didn't want to wait. <laughs> I really didn't want to wait Two, you know, the, it, it, I was just like, ah, they were offering me so much or with the place that I was trading it at, they're offering me so much with the markup that I was getting way over MSRP than what I paid for the car. Um, and I was like, Oh, you know what? Let me, let me do this trade in. Um, and they had some other cars, um, in inventory. And I happened to find this one cause I was sort of looking at one for a while because I wanted one in some sense, but I couldn't justify actually getting one because I find it really boring to drive an automatic car. I don't give it, I don't care how fast it goes. You know, I don't care how quick it does zero to 60. I, I get really bored if it's not manual, you know, you can throw me in a manual car, a piece of crap. And if it's stick shift, I can get along with driving it. Um, just cause it keeps me entertained. It keeps me, it keeps me feeling fully engaged with the car. Um, feel like you're not doing anything when you're just stepping on the gas pedal. Um, but, but that's just me. Anyways, I ended up flipping my car. I flipped it about two weeks ago. Um, I got rid of it about two weeks ago, and then I traded it for um, a Model 3. Um, I was debating between um, the dual range, the long, long, I mean, dual range, long range dual motor, and then the performance model. Um, these are some of the things that I think a lot of people don't think about. Um, when you're buying one of these cars, um, and and you, we have one already. It's not mine. It's my it's my it's my wife's. Um, and so I do get to drive it. She has the she has a standard range plus because we didn't opt for the long range because we didn't think she was going to be using it that much. But now that I think about it and commuting and traveling back and forth from where she lives, um, you know, we should have just spent the extra ten thousand dollars and got her the long range version of the car. But that's one of the things that people don't think about is when you're going to get your Tesla. Um, I'll tell you this right now, dude, my Tesla, my, the insurance on my car, even, okay. So the insurance on my car is, is more, a lot more than what it was for my civic type R and my civic type R was specifically a 
a track car. Okay. That's what it's marketed as. That's what it, that's what it is. Okay. Um, even my WRX didn't, uh, the insurance rates weren't that high and you know, I'm not, I'm not a bad driver. You know, I'm not running out trying to race everyone at a red light. You know, I, you know, I'm not trying to do that crap. You know, I'm old. Um, you know, all I do is work. You know what I mean? If I'm going to track it, I'm gonna bring the car to the track. I'm gonna throw some wheels on it, bring the car to the track. Cause one, it's safer, you're not endangering anybody too. You can open up the car there. Um, and it's a lot more open road. Um, and you learn to drive there. Okay. You don't learn to drive on the back streets where you could just endanger people. Okay. That's not a safe way to do it. Um, and you know, I love the car. Sadly enough, I didn't have time for it. So that's a big factor in why I chose to get rid of the car. I didn't have time for it. It's like, Oh, well then just store it in your garage or, well, you know, just, um, you know, just put it away, put it in storage or something. Well, unfortunately, you know, I, you know, I don't, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to put it in storage. I didn't want to, I didn't want the car just sitting there, you know, then you start having problems, you know, even when you're properly um, getting it ready to be not used for how long, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to deal with that, dude. I was like, so I have no time. Okay. With my job, with my job, with my career, um, you know, I have no time. And that's a big thing for me before I used to love like getting under my, my SUV and doing shit, you know, getting under my, um, my focus ST and doing stuff. You know, I used to love that. I used to have time for it, but dude, when, you know, when you're working so much and you're working for a living and you have other responsibilities, you have a family, you know, you have hobbies that you want to get back into. I don't want to, I don't want to spend that shit even doing my oil, you know, prepping all that crap to do my oil. Yeah. It takes, oh yeah. 15, 30 minutes. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, I don't have easy access to the tools. And even when I did, I was like, dude, I'm not going to spend 30 minutes of my time. Cause you know, you say it's, it's to do the process is like freaking five minutes to drain your oil and put the oil in dude. It's, it's so short One, I don't want to be getting on my back on my day off after doing like, you know, how many 12 hour shifts in a row. Um, you know, I don't want to waste my time, my, any extra time I have working on my car. I just want to enjoy my car. Um, and that was like a big, that was a big factor. I couldn't take my car to the track cause I didn't have any time to, I didn't, I didn't have any time to use my car. I didn't have time to drive up there and track my car. Um, you know, when I would get any work done on my car, you know, I could do it myself, but dude, I'm not going to waste my time doing it myself. And, you know, it was a car that I couldn't just bring to a dealer because there was no way <laughs> Dude, uh, I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to fucking bring it around. I know how these, you know, I, I have friends that are fucking mechanics that work at dealerships and shit. Shit can get fucked up easily, dude. Um, and so I ended up like there was only one specific place I would bring my car in because they were well known for taking care of people that had their Civic Type R's. And that was Norman Reeves. Um, Norman Reeves in, I think it's Irvine. That's the, that, that area. But anyways, that area. Um. I'd bring it there for like the breaks or anything that I needed to get done and I'd just pay for it. But even on top of that, with me not doing my own work on it, the money I freaking made at work and that I, you know, that I was hoping to save, I'm wasting my time going up there waiting for them to do it. And then I'm paying them to do the job and then I'm paying, you know, the price to do. And you guys know how expensive it is for damn Brembo's on the car. Um, like fucking sucks, <laughs> but you know, it's, you know, it's, they say it's, um, they say it's, uh, Oh, fuck, I don't even remember. I'm sorry. I'm like in a brain fart right now. Um, you know, it's, it's the value is the value in the enjoyment you get from the car is there, but I was like, you know, I'm going to spend no more money on this. I wanted a car that was like, that you didn't really have to maintain, you know, freaking I like, I would always have to warm up cause I'm meticulous about this. I'd always warm up my car. 
um, before, you know, like trying to warm it up as best I can and, and, and granny shifting it and freaking like, and like slight, like just really fucking lightly on the throttle, making sure that I'm not bogging anywhere, not trying to bring the RPMs up high before I get on the freeway. And even on the freeway, it takes the car a while to warm up. You don't want to punch it. it it's just, oh, dude, it sucks. You can't just get in into it and drive it. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, I wanted something with less maintenance. Unfortunately, they don't have a car that has less maintenance than that. That is a stick shift. <laughs> Um, so I was like, you know what, maybe I should get a Tesla because one, I'm tired all the time. Um, I'm exhausted from work all the time. Sometimes I just don't want to drive. Um, and you know, maybe this would be the perfect car for me. You know, it save money on, um, save money on gas. Um, uh, the type R got good, good gas mileage, but I mean, I would save money on mileage, um, with the Tesla, um, and the maintenance on the Tesla, that was the thing. There is, dude, you rotate your tires and 10,000 miles. They say 10,000. I'd rotate them five. Um, I actually got to check mine now to make sure I'm not over that. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you, the on the maintenance list, they don't have anything to put there. So it's like refill, you know, check um, window wiper fluid and check window wipers, check fob key, you know, bring your, bring in two years, bring your car back to get, the, the brakes checked and then in like five years or three years, I don't even know. It's, it's something weird. And then in a couple of years you bring the, you bring it to get the whole cooling system checked in the car and then that's it. And then, yeah. And it's super freaking, there's no maintenance. It's so simple. And if something happens in the car and I have an issue with the car, I get on my phone, open up the app and I click the button that says service. And I just type in what it is. I put my appointment time and then they come to me. If it's something really big, they'll probably have me drop it off at, at the Tesla location, which I don't mind driving. You know, it's better than driving to L.A. Um, and then they'll fix it and do whatever they need to do, right? <clears throat> um, so that's why I ended up getting the car. And then um, a couple of things that people have. Uh, so getting it, the insurance is a lot higher on a Tesla. It's a fucking luxury car. And then I couldn't decide between the uh, between the lo the dual motor long range or um the long range dual motor or if i wanted the performance which was also you know it's long range as well um because i was like oh you know maybe i'd want to go uh, you know zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds rather than 4.4 seconds or whatever the hell it is right um so i was deciding between those and insurance rates are very very different geico sucks um you know i have a you know, despite your driving record, they're going to fucking charge you a damn premium. Um, for those of you that don't that don't know, though, um, there is an insurance and in, for California people, there is an insurance that Tesla does offer. And I ended up doing that. And it was like, oh, dude, it was like two, two to three hundred dollars cheaper than what Geico was offering. And we've been with Geico for a while, but the Tesla insurance was legit. And so they covered me on that. I ended up going with just the dual range model. I didn't get the performance because I want to pay extra for that. And then I was sort of kicking myself in the butt. Um, and then I didn't even think about this until way later. Um, I was thinking about, oh, it has like the option for the acceleration boost. And the reason I didn't think about that is because on the standard range plus that my wife has, you don't get the option to do that acceleration boost where it makes it a little bit quicker. And, you know, obviously sometimes you want a little bit more speed, even if we're not going to use it. It's just like, oh, it's nice to have. Um, um, and so I ended up getting that and it putting that acceleration boost on it. I ended up buying that. 
um, or I ended up getting that. And then I got the, I got the self-driving um, with the summon and all that crap. Um, and I've used it. I I'm still freaking completely terrified using the, um, uh, the autopilot uh self or the self-driving on the freeway um there's an option where you can click to signal when you want to make when you want the car to make the change or you can have it just make the change when it's when it's safe to do so and i have it right now set to just make the change when it's safe to do so um it was fine driving from san diego to los angeles um but driving on certain freeways like the 605 the 91 um, where it gets really nasty and congested, the five that's up there, um, where cars are super close together, and you got that little wall of that wall between you and the, or you got that divider that's separating you from the uh, from all that construction stuff when someone's right next to you, dude, it is freaking terrifying because I guess what's running in my head while I'm letting the car do its thing is what if this car doesn't see me and they start trying to drive into me how what is the what is the car going to do is my car going to break or is it going to accelerate because there's nowhere else to go um you know i i don't know it, it just all those different things run through my head and so i get super anxious um one of the gripes that i don't like about it but i like it because it's keeps it somewhat safe um is having to touch the steering wheel every like 30 seconds um, to make sure that you're paying attention to the road. Um, it's annoying because it's not that it's bothering me and I could just like do something else. I can just sit there and watch the road and just be ready. Right. What's annoying is that you have to touch the steering wheel and you have to, you have to move it just enough to let it know that you're there. If you, if you're not used to it and you try to, you try to nudge the steering wheel, you can sometimes knock it out of autopilot. And then you're in control and you're just in cruise mode or you're just in cruise control and that's not safe. And if you're not familiar with it, you might not even realize it. You'd be like, why is the car not slowing down? Um, so that's freaking annoying. Um, but you can get like an auto buddy or something, which I don't, I don't endorse that. I don't think anyone should have something that's tricking that into doing it because you should have your eyes on the road. Um, I've seen people, you know, those videos online that we've all seen with people sleeping on the road. Dude, that's freaking crazy. You got to have full trust in your car. And I'm sorry, Elon, ever since your whole Dogecoin incident, I don't fucking trust your ass one bit, dude. Um, you are some crazy motherfucker. <laughs> I do not trust you. Um, not not to not to give the damn car full self-control <laughs> like that. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's been effective. It's worked. I've tried the summon feature. Uh, I know people did a lot of YouTube videos on that. I tried the summon feature and I couldn't get it to work in a lot of the areas like like where I live, my my driveway at the place I'm at right now, my driveway is slanted up and it's over a 10% um, incline. And if it's anything over 10%, the car won't even, it'll go, it'll make like a fucking weird sound, uh, but it won't engage into summon um, because it won't do it when it's on that kind of a, incline um so i couldn't use it there but i did use it in i use that i tried it out at the park you know i did it when there was no one around because i didn't trust it um i haven't used that parking feature you know and i haven't used the feature on the streets none, none of that crap um but 
the car it's you step on the pedal it goes it's everyone's like, instantaneous torque and that's true it's it's like a linear a linear torque however far your foot goes the car will respond just like that because it doesn't need to spool up an engine to grab that power um you know it's all-wheel drive as well so it's gonna it's gonna grab um and i really like that um as far as uh, as far as extra stuff you have to pay for um so unless you got like a really old model um back in 2018 um you probably would have been grandfathered into the premium subscription and the premium subscription that i'm talking about is the extra features that are in your tesla on the on the on the display so they have like car karaoke they have like streaming platforms they have things like that that would require that require an internet connection um netflix all that stuff just to access the internet you can tether your phone i guess i haven't tried it yet but i guess you can tether your phone and still get some of those features like stream netflix and all that but i haven't done that um but that's something that you might want to consider paying for you can obviously use your car without it but you won't get like the live traffic updates and all that um one of the big things was charging and this is where i was sort of concerned um i think <laughs> it's funny because like i've watched my um I watched my wife go through all these different concerns and then, you know, it was her car. And so I was just like, oh, da, 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 da. you know, she'll handle it. You know, she'll, she'll figure it out. And then, you know, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, you know, I, obviously I wasn't paying enough attention to it because all these little things that were worrying me were things that she worried about before that she just sort of got over. Um, so I should have been paying a lot more attention to that because I was worried about the battery. Okay. Battery capacity. Everyone, if I can Google that shit online, that's going to be everywhere. Everyone's going to be talking about, the battery capacity. Oh, how do you prevent your battery from getting degraded? Or I read here that if you supercharge all the time, it's really bad for your car. Elon says 80 or 80% to 30% is the best place to keep your charge, but it's safe to, but it's safe to charge every day. It's just bad for your battery. Like bitch, make up your fucking mind. Obviously, you know, it's like any other, it's, it's, you know, I'm not even going to try to talk about about the damn science behind the batteries and lithium batteries and whatever the fuck they use in there dude i bought the car to drive it i'm gonna drive it if i have to charge every day i'll fucking charge every day i don't however charge to 100 percent unless i absolutely need it so i do listen to them with that i don't even charge it to 90 unless i need it i do charge it to 80 um so even though i'm making fun of them i do charge it to 80 i try to keep it between 80 and 30 um they say it's good not to supercharge all the time, but dude, if you need the if you need the charge and you can only charge it as supercharger, I say fucking why not, dude? How the fuck are you gonna enjoy your car? Um, you know, what if you can't install a level two charger? I don't know what level it's supposed to be, but you can't you can't install it in your house. Or what if you're renting a place and you don't want to put that in because you know you're paying extra money to fix up their property, um, or you have to get permission, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so you know, I I just I fucking charge it as I need it. I just try to keep it between the range of 30 and 80. And if I need to, if I need to go far, if we need to travel far, me, the wife and the dog, dude, I'll bring it to, you know, I'll bring it to a hundred percent and then we'll take, you know, take it on the road or even 90. It doesn't even matter. Um, so there's that battery anxiety. And the way I could describe battery anxiety is if anyone, anyone of you guys had a tune car, I know that, um, I was always watching my engine. Uh, I was always watching my AFRs and all that on my type R. I was always watching, watching it on my focus on my Subi. Um, and it is like, it's like nerve wracking because, you know, any little thing you're like, oh my gosh. So I'm imagining people with like battery anxiety and I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm the same way. It's like, oh dude, did I just lose some percentage of my battery? They cover it for, um, till 70,000 miles or they cover it till it hits. Uh, if it goes past 70% within eight years, 
um, you know, they'll they'll address that even if you're past your normal warranty. And then I believe it's eight years that they give you. So eight years and 70% battery is what they'll cover and drivetrain, I think. You guys might want to look that up. Um, but I thought it's a pretty badass warranty. Less moving parts. I don't have to worry about fluids. I don't have to worry about sounds in my car. That's one of the big things of driving a gas-powered car versus a car that is all electric. Um, I have this thing where when I first get a car or if I'm driving someone else's car or anything, I don't even drive with the radio on because I like to listen to the car to make sure that everything sounds okay or I get familiar with the sounds of the car because you can just sort of tell a lot by the sounds of the car. The Tesla, it doesn't really make any noise. Um, the older models don't have that backup. The um, If you guys get to use one, the 2018 below Model 3s don't have that backup sound. That um, that was my beatbox right there. Uh, they don't have that sound, um, and there's not an official way to put it in. I think it's something like with a wire harness and all that crap, but in the newer models, like the 2019s and up, if you didn't have one in it during certain time frames, you can um you can go ahead and have the option of getting it fitted into your car through tesla or some sh crap like that um the one i have right now is a used is a used model three so i didn't get it brand new i couldn't really i couldn't really wait that long um but um the good thing about it is that um with the one that i have if you get like a 2018 dual long range um some of them i guess it was i don't know the full story i don't even know if i'm saying it right it's just something i read on the internet but it is real um there's a modification for it um i'm not gonna do it um just because i want to stay within warranty and i don't want to get um i don't want to have any issues with my car and then later on be denied like service um but if you have a dual range um if you have a dual range from 2018 you can check the back of your car. I believe it's like behind the bottom, uh, the back left tire. And in the little wheel wheel there, if you look carefully, you can see the numbers for your engine. Those numbers will let you know if you have a set or a, I'm sorry, numbers of your engine, a set motor. That motor, if it's if it has a certain if that motor is are these specific numbers, then you can add this mod called Ingen EXT. Um, I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced, but you can basically put that in your car. It's like a pretty much a plug and play and you just contact them and they do a remote. Um, they do a remote session with you from what I read online. And then they um, they can put your car into like ghost mode um, where they can make your dual range as quick as a damn um, performance, if not quicker. And they give you all the options of um of like drift mode and opening your opening your doors on its own when you get your when you get close to it with your keys and it, it's pretty crazy they it's just it's pretty amazing mod um like unlocking everything that's on the car so um so those are some of the benefits from that but yeah dude no maintenance like man just driving because you know i i have to i have to do when i work i have to do split hours doing rounds at the hospital and then i have to do the other set of hours taking appointments and then during that time i want to i want to have as much time as possible because i try to give my patients as much time as they need I, I try to i try to allow them enough time to tell me what's happening in their life what's going on you know 
are they having problems with the meds? Are they having any side effects, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I like to give them that time because, you know, one, you know, I don't get to see them all the time, too. It gives me an idea of how they're doing. Um, so when I give them that additional time, um, I'm usually like running late, you know, trying to get to the trying to get to the hospital. Um, and then when I was driving my type R, it was like, dude, I get in my car and I'm sitting there for a little bit, <laughs> like pulling out slowly. You know, I drive down the road to get to the freeway, but I'm driving super slow. Even when I go onto the freeway, I'm still sort of like easing up on it despite being late. I'm like, okay, I got to drive, you know, a good, slow, average speed. And, you know, I'm worried about that shit. I mean, then I'm worried like, oh my gosh, I didn't drive far enough because the hospital's not that far. Did my car actually get warm enough? Am I fucking building carbon deposits? Um, you know, those are the type, that's the type of crap I think about. With the Tesla, dude, I don't even, you know, it's, I just get in the car, pop that shit into fucking reverse, and I just drive. You know what I mean? I don't have to monitor my foot on my throat on the throttle. You know, I just freaking drive. I drive the damn car. Um, you know, when I need to get a charge, I go charge the car. It's still cheaper than it's still cheaper than my um it's still cheaper than buying gas on the type R. Um, but I mean, for those of you that can deal with range anxiety, it's a great car. Um, you know, they have, they have, them, they have the mileage now going to like 356, but you know, it's, you don't even get to fully use that because you are constantly, you know, trying to keep your battery within the recommended ranges of 80 and 30% or 80 and 20%. I don't know. It's, it's like 80 and 30 from what people were quoting. Um, but dude, I'm telling you, it, it's just, it's, it's nice. Um, it has the room. You know, the thing that sucks about the car is it doesn't have a specific style. It doesn't stand out. It's not flashy like my, um, it wasn't flashy like my R where people knew that it was me coming up. Um, you know, my car looks like that same car that you saw that old person driving in, um, <laughs> right next door or down the road. Um, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing crazy special about it. It looks, it's just a Tesla. It just, it just works. It just, it's just a Tesla. It's looking at, it's like the way I'm going to compare it is I'm going to compare my Type R was was a Galaxy, a Samsung Galaxy phone, and the Tesla is like an Apple iPhone. It works. It just works. It's super simple. It goes. It just has durability. Um, nothing super crazy with the features other than like full self-driving, whatever. Um, it just works, and it's just simple, and there's no maintenance. Uh, with Android, you're you know it's you have a you have so many options. You have a plethora of crap that you can do to it um you know without really like you know the limitations aren't as much as it would be on an iphone um and so you know it's apples apples um but i enjoy the car you know i think it's a great investment you know i'm not using it to try to freaking save the world um and it's it's just it just works and it fits my lifestyle um I haven't written off gasoline cars yet. I actually do want another Type R. I don't want a new one um, just because I don't like the new style of it. Um, I do want another sports car in the future. Maybe my next sports car will be a muscle car. I don't know. Um, it might be American muscle. I have no idea. I've never owned one, so this that might be my next car. But for right now, um, with a crazy with like a crazy ass work schedule and just saving extra money and getting everything um getting getting everything already and being able to make that extra time for my family um i found that the car was more beneficial to me and i feel safer you know getting in an accident in that car 
um, in the Tesla versus getting in an accident in the Type R. You know, I, I don't doubt that the Type R would hold up well, um, but I feel like the safety features that are on the Tesla um, are just better suited for like a family. And that's just opinion. You know what I mean? I haven't read any like I haven't gone in depth and started reading a bunch of user reports. But those are my reasons for Tesla pros. You know, the car, it just no maintenance, um, you know, um, ease of use. Um, you know, the, the self-driving is the fucking benefit. Cheap, cheap refills, the cons, um, you know, in San Diego, you have to freaking like if you go in the wrong time, you're going to be like messing with people at the charger. Some people try to charge next to you when there's other chargers open. So they share your damn, they share your damn um, charge and then your shit goes slower. Um, Tesla users or Tesla drivers could be fucking entitled assholes. Um, where there's like this weird mentality that I noticed with them where they, they just, they're just fucking dicks. <laughs> okay. A lot, a lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them that drive on the road are actually fucking assholes. Okay. Um, hopefully I don't get categorized into that, which I'm sure that I am because I'm thinking the same thing. Um, cons, you know, who knows how long, you know, it's only been a couple of years since the model three came out. We don't know how long the battery degradation, uh, or how bad the battery degradation will get, but you know, People have done stuff online or done research where they're like, oh, well, test loop has driven it for this many miles and there's not this much battery degrade. Yo, when you replace the battery, it's going to be more than $15,000. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, so you might as well save up for that or buy another car. It's expensive if you have to fix the car. Other than that, I enjoy it. I hope that some of you guys who are car lovers or were considering trading in your car to get a Tesla um, We'll consider some of these spots. I'm going to go up, throw my referral code so I can get some free charging miles, and you guys can too, okay? Use my referral code. Have a great night, man.